All right, so welcome back. This is the end of the school year. Oh my gosh. We've made it to May, and we're talking about oh determination. So um, we'll do introductions quickly. My name's Leslie Bolser. I am the Curriculum and Creative Director of Core Essential Values. And I am Beth Trammell. I am a licensed psychologist and the associate professor of, or a associate professor, an associate professor <laughs> of psychology at IU East in Richmond, Indiana. And um, I'm also the director of the Master's in Mental Health Counseling Program. My focus as a psychologist and counselor for the last 15 years has been to help um, kids and families and parents to make words matter for good. And so I focus on behavioral and communication strategies to help deepen our connection with kids and, um, yeah, just basically realize and maximize the potential of our words. That's awesome. That's great. So this, uh, like I said, this month's word is determination. It's very appropriate to end a school year with determination. (laughs) That's why I was giggling at the beginning. It was like, oh my gosh, I'm just barely skidding into the end. Exactly. All the teachers are like not appreciating this word for themselves, but very much appreciating this word for the kids in their classrooms as they face into the school year. So I love the definition that goes with this one, and it is deciding it's worth it to finish what you started. Yeah. How cool is that? Yeah. Yeah, I love that worth it part. Yeah, no, absolutely. It it, it really um, helps you to remember why you started something difficult, right? Yeah. Nothing good comes from simple things. All the really good things, all the things we find great meaning in are usually come from difficult things that we've had to work through or do or push beyond. And um, I think this definition reminds us of that that it's it's worth it to finish something difficult that you've started yeah and I love that it starts with a decision yeah right I mean that's that the definition is saying determination revolves around the decision right a thought process yeah and it's it's something that I uh, have talked about before um, about you know you don't have to feel like Mm. doing something to actually get up and do it but you do have to make the decision to get up and yeah. do it because okay. it's worth it. Okay, I have something else that, to talk about first, but we're just going to dig into that because let's talk about the difference between feeling like doing something and deciding to do it because it's worth it. Yeah, so the number of times you could imagine teenagers or middle schoolers would say, I don't feel like doing that. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> 24 7 yeah like the whole time right <laughs> or frankly even in my own life yeah you know it's like I don't feel like going to the gym but I really need to decide that it's worth it to put in the effort to lose the baby weight from a five-year-old um so <laughs> it you don't have to like oh yeah I really feel like finishing that project yeah most of us are never gonna feel like like getting to that last part, right? Most of us are like, oh, I'd rather just sit around and watch Netflix or I'd rather just play video games. Yeah, You don't have to feel like it to make the decision to say, I have that goal in front of me that I do want and it's worth it for it's me worth it. Yeah. to just get off the couch now, Yeah, right? Um, there's a book called Atomic Habits and he talks a lot about kind of setting yourself up for long-term or even short-term goals and success with those goals by just taking small steps toward whatever the end goal might be. And so I think that that's at the the heart of determination. It's taking that first step and deciding this is why I want to do this. Yeah. 
And, and you might even say it in your mind or say it out loud to say, it's worth it for me to get off the couch now. It's worth it for me to turn off my, you know, turn off my phone or turn off the TV because I want to decide that this is what I want for my Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So remembering that why, remembering yes. the reason behind the worth yeah. is really, really important. And that can be a motivating factor in our own determination. And then also reminding our kids, instead of just, just nagging at them and Ugh. making them, but reminding them of the worth it behind it, the why, the longer term or the bigger horizon goal, I think can be really helpful in that motivating f- uh, for all of us. And I think it's not in the... You're the one who said you wanted to make the basketball team. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that kind of reminding is not going to get them motivated to leave their room or, right. you know, get off of social media to, you know, do the thing that they need to do. But it is maybe um, having them write out, not in the heat of the moment, you know, I, I talk about this <laughs> yeah. a lot, but, you know, write it out somewhere on their bedroom wall on a, on a piece of paper or put it up somewhere that says, I want to do this, or I want to be able to do this. Yeah. And this is why. Yeah. And have them write it out almost like, um, you know, having a visual could be really helpful. Yeah, it could be a picture. It could be a sentence. It could be, I've seen people do like the vision boards with yeah. the different pictures. I think that could be a really neat thing. And then, you know, as a parent, instead of going back to, the eye rolling and the just yes. kind of get up and do it, but showing them that picture or that sentence and reminding them of their own why, their own reasons that it's worth it could be really powerful. And I think empathizing that, you know, yeah, I, I get it. It's, you know, yeah. you don't really feel like getting up to do this. And maybe there's a way that you can kind of join them in that. Like maybe you could say, hey, I'll I'll join you in doing push-ups or hey, I'll, I'll help right. you get things started or something that it's saying yeah, I know. I get it. Like, I get that feeling of not really, like, not really wanting to. Yeah. Because I've been there. But you do it anyway. Yeah, but you're going to do it anyway, right? Yeah. So um, how do, how as a parent, the things that I do and don't do, the ways that I finish and don't finish strong, is that, is that important? Can I, can I just sit on the couch for a little bit, back, please? <laughs> I love when you ask questions like that. It's so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so again, I'm a words person. I know you're a words person, and what we say really does matter. Right. But it is also what we do that that matters so much, too. And, you know, the, um, the number of unfinished projects that are laying around the house that yeah. we think – Oh, they just don't, they don't notice that I started that project and didn't finish it. Right. They do. Yeah. Yeah. And they notice when you leave your stuff out where it's not supposed to be, you know, I was um, kind of sharing an example just a minute ago about how my son leaves his stuff all over the house. Yeah. God bless him. But he, um, you know, it's shoes and backpacks and coats and, you know, it's just stuff there's stuff everywhere. Yeah. And I feel like I am, you know, continually reminding him, coming up with all sorts of strategies for organization for him. And still, his stuff is everywhere. And this morning, I woke up and came into the living room and I found my shoes yeah. in the middle mm-hmm. of the floor. Right. And my dish from the snack I had while watching TV, don't judge, um, <laughs> uh, you know, kind of just sitting on the sofa. And I realized this at some level, but even today as we're talking about it, it's like, well, duh, 
in that moment, I didn't make the decision. It's worth it, right? To model for him what I want to see from him. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we are the best model for behavior for our kids. Right. And so they're watching all the good and the not so good. Yeah, I have a similar story. We just redid a floor in um, one of the rooms in our house, and it was a it was a family event. All four of us <laughs> yeah. worked together and, and redid the floor, and it was it felt really good to put a new floor down and move the furniture around, and felt pretty accomplished. And at the end, when we were kind of sweeping up, we had, we had made a pile kind of on a table of all the tools or all the things that we had gotten from other places in the house that we needed to complete the project. And so then there are maybe 15 or 20 items, you know, a measuring tape and a ruler and some tape and some different things all sitting on this table. And the last thing I wanted to do after the project completed was to do the last step of putting away those items that needed to go, you know, to the garage or to the shed or to various places. And that that's where I have to battle the feeling of wanting to do it and the understanding that um, beyond what I feel, I I just need to put the stuff away. Yeah. Right. Like I just need to get it done. So um, I think that it does give us an example for us as adults. It's an example for our kids of, of us finishing through and them seeing that. But then I, I wonder about how do we balance with our kids? Um, sometimes you do need to take a break. Mm. So how do you balance that need to take a break with the need to be determined? Yeah, I think it's a tough one. Um, and I think it's especially tough Again, I talk a lot about making sort of emotional decisions as parents and making uh, sort of practical and longer um, lasting decisions as Mm -hmm. parents. And when we're making emotional decisions, they're usually leading us astray into sort of the easy path, but maybe the one that has uh, different consequences that we don't want as parents, Mm -hmm. right? And so if our kid comes to us and they say they don't want to go to practice tonight, right? They don't want to go to piano practice tonight. They've had a hard week at school. It's testing week at school, and they just don't feel like going to practice. They just need a break, and why can't we just ever have a break? Yeah. You may lead into feeling emotional with them, and then you start to make excuses that really they can just tough it out in those moments. So I think it's realizing oh man, am I making an emotional parenting decision? Yeah. And do I need to, right? Right. Or am I making sort of a, a, I hate the word good, because good parenting and bad parenting in my mind don't really exist. It's just there's consequences to everything we do as a parent. Right. Outside of abuse, because that's just really <laughs> that's just not, I mean, that's like <laughs> really not even on the same level. Yeah. But there's just consequences to everything we do. And so... um if we're leading more with like, okay, so if you don't go to piano, then what are you going to do instead? Mm -hmm. And what are we going to do instead? And what does that mean long term? And and sometimes even just starting that conversation, your child might be like, "Never mind, we'll just go to practice." Fine, I'd rather go than talk about it. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. You know, we were talking before about if it's a team practice, for example, or, or something that's sort of you know, your playing time or or your participation Mm -hmm. is based on whether or not you show up for these things. There may be a time where your child says, I I need to take tonight off. I'm just really exhausted. My legs hurt. My head hurts. I just need to take tonight off. I'm, you know, I'm overwhelmed. And the right decision involves 
talking about what the natural consequence of taking that night off is, yeah. right? So if you if you don't go on Tuesday, you may not play on Saturday. Yeah. Your coach may decide that you can't play because you took Tuesday night off. That doesn't make it right or wrong. You just have to understand that consequence before you make the decision and then weigh out your options and, and make that decision. And sometimes the self-care or the mental health is important. And sometimes the determination in that particular moment is important. And then you find another space yes. or another place of margin to take that time that you need. Yep, absolutely. So in in that instance, I would typically recommend, yeah, you still go to practice. But then after that, how about we kind of, you know, sit on the couch and watch a movie later or yeah. um, we can sit down and practice your, you know, math together when you get home, if you're feeling stressed about that, right. like you might be able to help them negotiate because that's what, that's, what's going to happen in, in their life later, right? right? Is that there's going to come moments where they don't feel like doing something or they want to skip out on something and helping them understand the process of, well, if I don't go to this, then this may be what happens. And that doesn't mean that we're trying to instill fear, but it does mean there are certain consequences that happen yeah. to our, to, um, you know, the people around us, the situations around us, if we don't show up when we're supposed to. Yeah, absolutely. So then this brings me to my last question. And I think this is something that a lot of uh, parents of kids in middle school face. Mm. And that is um, to quit or not to quit. I think it's about the age where um, particularly in, you know, things that are skill based the kids start to separate themselves, right? Yep. <laughs> the yep. bigger, stronger kids are getting better yep. at sports, for example. And yep. the more musically inclined kids are getting better yep. at piano and voice and whatever. And the pack starts to separate. Yep. And it's a time when I think a lot of kids face the decision of whether or not to continue the pursuits that they had when they were younger or whether or not to give it up or maybe just to focus on a couple instead of the 16 that they did when they were kids. And so how do you help kids? How do you help figure out when determination means just stick with it mm-hmm. and when it's time to say, no, it's OK, we can let this one go? How, how do you negotiate that with kids? Yeah, so I consider a few things. Um, as a psychologist, it's I just love the gray area that I live in, and it makes some people uncomfortable. I, I do um, speaking engagements at, um, I've done some at kind of more analytical kinds of jobs where it's there's a right or a wrong. And for us, it's just, it's always, it just depends. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right. like, well, it just depends on, I don't know. So really, it just depends. Yeah. But the rule of thumb that I use is most seasons at this age are you know, six, eight, 10 weeks or something. Right. Right. So at the beginning of any season, talk to them about this is the commitment you're making, right? right? It's a six week commitment an eight week commitment, unless they're having like such psychological um, reactions, like they're so anxious about it or something Something horrible has happened. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Then I'm like, okay, then this is how we have to exit this appropriately. You have to, you and I will go and meet with the coach and we'll talk through what it is. I I wouldn't necessarily send them by themselves, but to sort of like, hey, this is how we quit. Right. Right. It's not just we don't ever show up again. (laughs) Right. You just ghost them. (laughs) (laughs) Like deuces, we're out. (laughs) So, um, but I think otherwise, teaching them that's what determination is is you know your teammates are counting on you and you may not be the best one or maybe your team isn't as successful as you thought you know we had a season where 
we lost every single game. Yeah. By like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> even at, you know, mid-season, I was like, well, <clears throat> if we just, I don't know, something might have happened that we just yeah. can't play. I mean, it is it is tough. Yeah. You know, in some situations, it can be really tough. But I think that the value at the end is saying, yeah, that was hard and we made it through and that's great. I can do hard things. Right. You know, it's another thing that I say to my kids a lot. Like, you can do hard things. Right. And at the other end of it, you can be proud that you did a hard thing. Right. And then you can know that you don't want to do it again. That's right. You just don't make that commitment again. That's right. Yeah. Yep. But that's, you know, commitment and determination can both be part of the conversation as you are, you're saying, okay, we're committed and then we're determined to make it to the end. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, great news. We finished... We finished. We made it we through made this it year. To the end. <laughs> we finished this episode. So we won't be back until August. Yeah. Um, and then we'll face a, a whole new year of parenting kids and adolescents in particular. Yep. And um, we'd love to hear from you. Yes. You can email us at info at coreessentials.org. And we'd love to take some questions and address topics that you think are important. Um, we can weave almost any question yeah. <laughs> into whatever word mm-hmm. we're talking about. It's so you true. don't have to be too particular about the value words that we're talking about. Um, but we'd love to answer the questions that you guys have while we're while we're chatting each month. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah. All right. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys in August. After the summer. Bye. See ya.